Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. This is Jesse today, and I、uh, just wanted to give、uh, a short exhortation,、uh, something that's been on my heart recently as I'm now back on the streets,、uh, engaging people as we do evangelism, sowing of the gospel,、uh, for the work of church planting in the new city、uh, where the Lord has now、uh, put us.、Uh, so, a couple things that come to mind as I'm now in this process again at the beginning, the very foundational、uh, part of forming a church in Italy. and、uh, Where you just get on the ground and do the dirty work kind of thing.、Uh, just going to every single household, making sure everybody gets a chance to、uh, be engaged with the Word of God somehow,、uh, either through our distributions or being in the piazza with book tables, offering free Bibles, offering free English lessons to get to know people and, and letting people just know us, making a presence in the city, all that kind of stuff. The very basics of getting a church going in a land like Italy where there are no churches.、Uh, so the, the thing that comes to mind for me in this is.、Um, The reality of evangelism.、Uh, a, lot of, a lot of times today, that particular word,、uh, evangelism or evangelization, whatever it may be, can be quite、uh, scary to a lot of people.、Uh, it puts fear in us. We don't like that idea. It sounds very,、uh, I don't know, maybe even invasive.、Uh, I've been hearing that recently.、Uh, the idea that things can be invasive. And、uh, if you want to hear a little bit more about it, the idea of being invasive, actually, we just had, put a sermon up on the podcast recently where. Um, the Lord led me to, to talk on that idea of being invasive、uh, for the glory of God because Jesus himself was very invasive.、Um, obviously, with great love, he calls us to also be invasive, but nonetheless, as Christians, we're to be a bit invasive.、Uh, so, a lot of people shy away from this idea of evangelism. So, there's a whole lot we could say about evangelism. I just want to touch on one little aspect of it today,、uh, mindful of all our brothers and sisters around the world. Who also are afraid of evangelism.、There's, in the evangelical church at large, there's this misunderstanding of evangelism, how it happens, what it is exactly. And the reality, though, is most Christians, their only understanding of evangelism is being nice and inviting somebody to come to church where they can hear the Word of God and let somebody else somehow bring them to Christ. But the idea of actually engaging someone, personal missions, relational missions, where you Open the mouth like the, all the apostles and the disciples in the book of Acts did. Opening your mouth, engaging people, invading their, their life with the love of Jesus by talking to them、uh, is unheard of today in a certain sense. It's not common, it's not well understood. So, the particular things we want to talk about today is、uh, why people don't do it.、Uh, and I already mentioned one of those ideas why people don't do it. The first point today would be they just don't know how. There's not a lot of good training in the churches nowadays.、Uh, What exactly that should look like, what a good gospel presentation actually is, and above all, probably our role in the salvation of people and God's role in the salvation of people. A lot of people are under the belief that it depends on you and me to save other people,、uh, and they're ignorant of the, of the gospel truths that say no one is seeking God, no one is desiring God, no one is able to come to God. Uh, unless God the Father draws them to Him, opens their eyes.、Uh, that salvation is entirely a work of God, is often lacking in most churches today, that, that teaching, that understanding. But it's absolutely fundamental for、uh, evangelism. When you understand it's not about you, it's not about me, we're just instruments in God's hands, and 
through the silliness of our preaching of the gospel, the opening of our mouth, the Holy Spirit works, the word of God penetrates hearts, changes them, regeneration happens, and then people do actually desire God and pursue him. So a lot of people don't know how to evangelize. And perhaps another day we'll talk a little bit of some practical ways of actually uh, presenting the gospel and doing that. We definitely will another day. But that's one reason why most people, if you don't know how to pump gas in a car, you're probably not going to go pump gas. You'll have somebody else do it or you'll go into the to the part where they pump it for you like they do in New Jersey. Uh, and you won't actually do it yourself. But if you know how, if somebody shows you how and you're aware, okay, you grab the nozzle, you do this, hit button four, whatever, stick it in, bam. And then you pull it, you know, gas fills up, you go pay or you run away if you're a criminal. Uh, if you know how to do it, you'll probably do it. Same thing with evangelism. If you know how to actually do it, if you've been taught, if you're instructed a little bit, you're able to then do it also. So one reason people don't evangelize today, though, repeating myself again, is just for a lack of knowledge. They don't know how. Uh, and that needs to be corrected, and hopefully, if we can help you out, we will in the future when we talk about that. Uh, another reason people may not evangelize, point number two, they have sin in their lives. Uh, if you're like me, if, if you're, you know, if, if you're aware you have a gross sin in your life or something, you're just not able to let go of, you're still slave to sin in a certain sense, uh, you're bound by it, probably the last thing you're going to do is actually go and talk to lost people about Jesus Christ. You're still bound in your own things. Someone who's still captivated is not so much free to go about doing the Lord's work. Uh, so if you have sin in your life, and that might be the thing that's holding you up from evangelizing, you need to confess that sin, get rid of that sin, let it go. And understand who you are in Christ, that you've been set free from the enemy. You've been set free from all sin. Sin no longer identifies you. That's of the flesh. That's of the past. And live according to who you are. The power of the Holy Spirit is in you. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead will help you, enable you to leave your sin and obey God. Which, by the way, evangelism is a command of God. Go, therefore, preach this. To not be doing evangelism, you're actually in sin. You're in sin if you don't evangelize. That, that should motivate you to want to let go of your sin also and go and obey Jesus and, and evangelize. And the third reason, which is the one I want to really focus on for a couple minutes, is the idea, the third reason people don't evangelize, the fear of being rejected. Few people actually like to be rejected. Probably the only people who do like to be rejected are crazy people. People that are either in prison or have a mental imbalance or something, some kind of serious problems, and nobody likes to be rejected. Uh, so that's that's the big thing. Uh, usually, when you evangelize, most people they're just they're not ripe for the picking. They're just not ready to, for the things of God, and and you're gonna get rejected a lot. And I've gone through this a lot, especially in Italy, where there's less than one percent evangelicals, zero percent Christians. You're rejected on a daily basis if you don't have a firm understanding of how evangelism works, God's sovereignty, your call. You know, if you don't have a clear understanding of where you're going and what you're doing in, in this call that God has given you to plant churches, you'll be rejected over and over, and sooner or later you're going to give up and leave, unless you understand it's okay to be rejected. Why is it okay to be rejected? Jesus Christ himself was rejected by all, for you and for my salvation. It's a part of what it means to follow Jesus Christ, being rejected. We were He was rejected to save us, and you can be rejected and persevere also. Being rejected is okay. And so there's a there's a practical way to, to go about this idea of rejection that I wanted to share with you, something that's been on my heart and been helping me recently as I'm now back on the streets, engaging people on a regular basis. 
which, by the way, is a great part of um, church plant. Church planting in America is one thing. You can go and you can open the, get a building, get a group of people with you, and other people bring people to you, so then you can get them the gospel through your preaching or evangelizing or Bible studies and stuff like that. In Italy, you open a church, nobody's going to come. Maybe the wind will blow in, and maybe uh, somebody begging for money might walk by and try and come in. But no one's going to come in to go to church because nobody goes to church in Italy. There are no saved people in Italy. There are no Christians in Italy. Um, so what you have to do in Italy, no matter what, when you're church planning, at least half of your schedule, especially at the beginning, at least 20 hours a week, evangelism. Actually engaging people. One-on-one or whatever it is with groups, with teams. But evangelism is a big part of your schedule. Uh, but So the thing that's helping me, nonetheless, uh, as I'm doing this again, as I thought about it, goes back to the very initial call that you and that I have as Christians when we're called by Jesus Christ. And I'm going to read these couple verses and then just expound one particular idea, one way of putting this into practice that has been a great help for me, and I believe it can be a big help for you also. So we go to Luke chapter 9, and we want to read verse 23, 24, a few verses here. We'll see how far I go. So the Lord says here, he says, And he was saying to them all, If, if anyone wishes to come after me. He must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. If anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake, he is the one who will save it. For what is man What is a man profited if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory, and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I say to you truthfully, there are some of those standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. Verse 23 is the one we want to focus on for just a minute, and then we'll wrap up. This is your call as a disciple. This is my call as a disciple. We need to be mindful of this all the time. We get it so confused and we kind of, one way or another, life goes on and we, we kind of take Jesus and put bring him into our program. He's part of what our life, he's part of what we're doing. Rather than understand he is our very life, everything we do revolves around him. You wouldn't be alive today if not for him. You wouldn't be hating your sin, loving God, desiring God, if not for his grace in your life. Uh, You wouldn't be seeing or understanding anything that he says in Scripture if not for his grace opening your ears and your eyes to see and to comprehend. Everything revolves around Jesus. The disciple of Jesus Christ is property of Jesus Christ. We live, we breathe, we move for him, for his glory. Your salvation uh, is from him. Your joy is found in him. Your satisfaction is in him. Everything, obeying him is what brings you delight. And here he says uh, to all of us today, we need to remember this. Deny yourself and take up your cross daily and follow me. So this idea of evangelism, this idea of being rejected, what came to me as I was evangelizing and as I'm doing it again, nobody likes to be rejected, but it's part of what it means to follow Christ. You're supposed to reject yourself. I felt the Lord just saying that to me as I was a little bit nervous at one point. Deny yourself is kind of like saying reject yourself. It's what the Christian does. You're worried about being rejected. Reject yourself. And then you don't have to worry about being rejected by other people. You're already rejecting yourself. Why? Because that's what it means to follow Jesus Christ. Let these words sink sink into your heart, into your mind. That idea, 
that you are to reject yourself, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Jesus did it for you and now by his spirit in your heart, you can do the same. Reject yourself. So the idea of evangelism, how does that connect to this idea of rejecting yourself, to denying yourself? What works for me is some fasting in life. Some people say fasting is not for us as Christians. Some people say fasting was for the disciples because Jesus said, while the bridegroom is with you, you don't fast. When he goes away, then you will fast. And so they would say, when he was dead, they fasted. They prayed, waiting for him to come back. And he did come back. And then from then on, you don't need to fast because the Spirit is with you. Go and and do what you got to do. And that's true in a certain sense. But I believe personally, fasting is good for all of us. Why? Because it's I still in my in my walk with Jesus, I've not found a better way to deny myself and remind myself what it means to be a disciple to follow him, except when I fast. When I intentionally skip meals, denying the very basics, the things that my body needs to live killing my my flesh in a very literal sense by denying it what it, some of its most basic things food water fasting helps if you want to take away your fear eliminate your fear be a good disciple obey Jesus Christ by being being involved personally in evangelism my suggestion to you something that has worked for me is fasting do a little bit of fasting you'll notice when you deny yourself when you reject yourself for the sake of the lord denying even food, your flesh, that pride that has you worried about being rejected by other people, you'll put it to death just a little bit more. And that fear will go away as you trust in Jesus, depend on him for strength, and find your life in Jesus Christ, your satisfaction in him. The reality is you can go days, weeks without food and still survive just fine. What you really miss when you don't eat is the pleasure of it. Deny yourself a little bit once in a while, a little bit of fasting, and you'll find the strength and the grace you need to also obey this call of evangelism. So something to think about, guys. Evangelism, it is important. It's very important. To not be involved in it is actually sin. There's reasons people don't do it. Number one, they're just not aware of how to do it. They haven't been taught. And again, I hope to touch on that a little bit in the future on another podcast. But another reason people don't do it is because there's sin in your life. You've got things mixed up. Jesus is a part of your life, but he's not all of your life. You're still revolving him around you when you need to be revolving around him. Everything you do, he needs to be your priority. His kingdom is the priority. His greatest desire is the seeking and saving of lost sheep, the building of his church. And you and me are called to be a part of that. Lastly, the third thing with in regards to evangelism, why people don't do it, the fear of rejection. One suggestion that I give for overcoming that fear of uh, rejection, remember you're supposed to reject yourself. It's part of what it means to follow Jesus. And number two, try a little bit of fasting. Deny your flesh. Put to death your flesh, that pride, and find the power in the Holy Spirit to obey Jesus Christ and do what he called you to do. You'll find great joy in that, I guarantee it. Thanks for listening today, guys. May this be a blessing to you, and uh, till the next time. God bless. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.
you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.